God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. Child, listen. This is the Woman Evolve podcast. And we have the Baltimore edition because we are here with the Night in the Wild tour. And we yes. could not be in Baltimore without making sure that we have some Baltimore love in the building. I've got Dr. Anita Phillips here. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Baltimore City. Yes. Yeah. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know the drill. I am not being joined by myself. My homegirls from literally all over the world are logging in. And a few fellas, fellas listen to the Woman Evolve podcast. We let them slide in and we let them have some commentary when we see fit and if they add some value to the conversation. Now, listen, if you've listened to this season, you know that there have been some... Items brought up that are exclusive to Baltimore. Bless God. And as a part of me being here in the Baltimore area, I saw, I thought that it was only fit that I take part of some Baltimore, what would, what would you call this? I call <laughs> it Baltimore Fair. You know, Baltimore you, Fair. You don't really know a city till you eat its food. Exactly. You know, okay. Important. Kia Dossie's here. She says, child, Birmingham is in the building. Bree hey, Thompson is listening in from Muncie, Indiana. What's up, girl? Mm-hmm. I see Jasmine's here from Alabama and Shay is listening poolside in Miami. Shay, I want you to know that you are big time goals. I wish that we were uh, recording poolside, but that's all right. We're here in Baltimore and we have some Baltimore fare. You guys remember me talking about pickled onions. Mm. Is that what the pickled onions? Onion pickle. Onion pickle. Yeah, so it's a pickled onion, but we call it an onion pickle. We. You yes. see how you said we? I'm saying we. Because okay. even though I'm a Baltimore transplant, I've been living here for almost 25 years. Yes. Um, I'm still learning some things. So have you had an onion pickle before? I have before? not had an onion pickle before. I have never. I have not had one. Karen says, you finna eat some onion, shawty? Yeah. Auntie, listen, let me tell you. I'm going to do this for Baltimore because... I don't know why, really. I don't know why either. Because a member of the delegation yes, requested yes, it, and, yes. and we love the delegation. So Yes. Shanae says we are real early today. We are early today because I am in Baltimore, and mm-hmm. we have things to do tonight. We are going wild tonight, so I had to make sure I handle my podcasting responsibilities early. Ooh, Lawazikati. All right, from South Africa. Come on, South oh Africa's in the building. That's Basically, what I'm trying to say is Baltimore's in, um, South Africa's in the building. Mm-hmm. Daniel said, Jersey girl here. I wish I could make it to Baltimore, but tickets sold out before I snag them. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, listen, you're going to enjoy us eating this onion pickle. Um, we also have crab cakes in the I'm chicken saying, box here. We got crab cakes. We got a chicken box. Do we got we half and half. Start with... I think we start with the onion pickle because I've heard that the onion pickle is kind of an acquired taste. Okay. So we may not be in love immediately, but I believe we could set the basis for the relationship and then we can eat the other foods. So I'm going to give you yours. Okay. Here we go, y'all. We could probably share one, right? I think right? we could. <laughs> <laughs> and since we have to, we can't spend the whole podcast eating, we're just going right. to taste. We're just going to taste it. So mm-hmm. I'm told that we peel it. 
Yes. You peel it off. Have you all had pickled onions and why? Priscilla says, and y'all think Florida is country? Onion pickles <laughs> is country. Let me tell you, Baltimore is right on the border of being country or not country. Right? Oh, okay. So when I grew up in Jersey. We consider Baltimore down south. Okay. But when I moved here, I thought it doesn't really feel like down south, but my friends from Jersey feel like I live down south. So it's you live right in the on country. the border. And you know, yeah. Baltimore is so far from, the, being from Texas, just let See, me, okay. yeah, so you guys, the, exactly. That's the whole south. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, so someone came to Baltimore from Raleigh tonight. Hey, okay. Raleigh. Okay, now. You know what, Pastor Sarah, I honor you. And because of the I honor get the your, call of God get on your yours, life. Get your little I wanna, side first. I want to make sure honor that this you first partaker. Penises. Um, no, don't do it. Who you are in Jesus. <laughs> yes. I feel like, you know, yes. you should break the bread first. Christiana says, wait, sis, did you bring us with you to Baltimore? The love look, is beyond real. Of course, real. look, you got look, onion pickle on you. You're going to be juice. smelling good tonight. <laughs> you better. I'm going to be dressed different for All that. Right, All so right, so ready? Lord, Here we go. All right. This onion was broken for us. You know what? Mm-mm. You know what? It's not, it tastes not so bad. And Baltimore, please don't take that personal because it's new to me and I'm told this is kind of an acquired taste, but it kind of has a vinegar, vinegar it taste It's definitely to it. got some vinegar And happening. I love vinegar because oh. I love East Carolina barbecue. That's all vinegar, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually... You, know, you like onion pickles. You know what? I don't dislike it. I'm not sure I, I want to eat the I whole do, thing. I do dislike it. You did it. dislike it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try one more bite to be sure? I will. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, the vinegar part I can kind of live with. I could see why someone would eat this. I can see it. In a, in a, in a hard time. I can see it. Um, mm-mm, mm-mm. So you're not a vinegar person. I'm not gonna. Okay, so, I'm not gonna be able to do that. So we 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 received a bit of a surprise. So here here here's what I'm gonna have you do. Mm-hmm. Get you a fork full of this crab meat. Okay. And that's gonna wipe that right out. Okay, because we got Baltimore crab we cake. We got a big crab cake up in here. Now that's delicious. Now that'll work out. We got that. We got a chicken box and French fries. We're good. Mine said, right. "Do you have mouthwash or gin <laughs> for afterwards?" Let me tell you something. Kiana says, I'm from Baltimore and never had an onion. I think you should have it. Now you got to do it. Now you have to do it. We got these from Atman's Deli. Now you got to do it. You need to have an onion pickle. Someone's talked. Have you ever had pickled eggs? I have not. Me neither. I have not. I was just in Wichita, Kansas, and they had pickled eggs Mm. in the green room. And I was like, I'm going to pass. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pass. Um... So the word pickled is generally off limits for you. We know we're, we're kind of yeah, outside for sure. of your Definitely. zone. Your but I did this zone. for Baltimore. And I'm when Baltimore. I get up there tonight, I'm going to let y'all know. Be I'm trying to be house. down, okay? Um, I'm rocking with the... Okay, so we're going to try um, the chicken box. And okay. then we'll jump into the show. Sounds good. Baltimore edition. All right. Now, so I'm not too much grease to pick that up. So we can just go... <laughs> and let's see what that wing's looking like. There you are. Thank you. All right, we got the big wings. So here we got the chicken wings. Okay. Best chicken box in the city, my husband said. Of course, do you know where, where I was going to say, do you remember it's from? I think he went out to the east side somewhere to get this one. Mm. That's good. Let me tell you something about some chicken. Okay. No, we do the chicken box right. You got to get the chicken box from the carryout. It's seasoned. This ain't no boiled chicken. This oh, is no, we seasoned. Don't play that. We mm-hmm. don't play that. And it's clean. I guarantee you they clean the swing. They clean the chicken? Oh, yes. We clean the chicken first. Do y'all know that y'all need to be cleaning your you chicken out here? We need to clean here? the chicken. Burn the hair off and everything. We don't, we don't play that. No hair on the chicken. That's yet. actually pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen. That's working. It's seasoned. Okay. Working. I All guess right. we... Good. All right. You don't have some Baltimore on you. Baltimore. 
I'm in your city. Up in here. I'm eating pickled onions. I'm eating this chicken box, and I'm eating crab cakes. Okay. I'm ready for you. Oh, you're fully anointed. You stepping into the whole Baltimore power. Okay. Yeah, we had to step you in. Jamie always smiling said pickled eggs are bomb. Never had yeah. a pickled egg. Okay. Me either. Megan Simmons says, I'm not from Baltimore, but I live here now and wouldn't dare try pickled onions. Me and my girls can't wait to see you tonight. See, Megan. Megan, you got to follow my lead now. I should have had pickled onions in the lobby tonight so that everyone... <laughs> <laughs> I should have passed them I'm out. In my purse. Okay, Megan, if mm. you want some of this pickled onion, I'm gonna have it ready for you tonight. Listen, we got you. So obviously, we have not been eating right. No, no, not today. Not no. today, anyway. Not today. But I tell you what, I have been doing. I've been drinking my water and mm-hmm. minding my business. Important. What have you been doing with your life? Hmm. That's what we want to know, delegation. Have you been drinking your water and minding your business? Have you, Dr. Anita? I have definitely been minding my business. I need to drink a little more water, but I've been minding my whole business. Well, listen, mm-hmm. minding your business is half the battle. Indeed. So Monica says, that chicken sure is making me hungry. Let me tell you, <laughs> it, is, oh, is, chicken box is it was doing mm-hmm. its thing. Mm-hmm. Karen says, well, when you come to NY, we will. We would like Chick-fil-A in our lobby. Amen. Okay, <laughs> ch- <laughs> I'm going to take pickled onions everywhere. Onion pickle? Onion pickles. Onion pickle everywhere. Okay. Where I go gotcha. on tour. We're gonna ship on every city. Listen, you know what time it is. It's Rescue Eve time in the sanctuary. Ah. For those of you unfamiliar, Rescue Eve is when we take a moment and we look at people who are doing some questionable things in the news. Mm. And we say to ourselves, we say, self, instead of judging, let's see if we can look at this from a different perspective. All right, let's hear it. Sometimes we still decide to judge. This um, this is the one time out of the week where we don't mind our business uh, so that we can fully just weigh in just on what's happening in the world. in the business. And we go all the all way, way into the business. We all in Baltimore's business yeah. with these onion pickles right now. Listen, so Rescue Eve is named after my homegirl, Eve. You know her as the first woman created in Genesis. She knew better but didn't do better, but that's all right. God had a promise over her life anyway. Okay, so I'm going to start with a story that um, I don't know. I don't know where we're going to land on this delegation. I need to know if you guys want to rescue sugar babies. Mm. Those of you unfamiliar, Nola is a sugar baby. Nola used to serve weeknights at Red Lobster, a third job she took in addition to tutoring to supplement her teaching salary. Now, thanks to the Sugar Daddy dating website, I'm not going to give it to you. Nope, don't even give it I'm to not. me. <laughs> that was discernment. Don't shout it out. When I tell you God dropped yeah, that in I my spirit the right there, God yeah. said, don't mm-hmm. even tell don't, them because don't. somebody right now don't is saying a that Sugar Daddy doesn't even sound yeah. that bad to don't me. Don't cause a stumble. Okay, okay, she said, now, thanks to this site, she's the one getting served. Mm. I can go on a date. I can have steak and lobster, be gone for three hours after my kids are already asleep, and come home with $500. Mm-hmm. This allowance-based dating site that the Nevada teacher came across in 2018 advertises itself as the world's largest sugar daddy dating site, where it sets people up with mutually beneficial relationships. You know, I saw this. Ooh, that's a tough one. And I said to myself, I said, that's wrong. I, I knew that I was supposed to say that it was wrong yeah. to be using people for money. Right. 
um, I stumbled when they said mutually beneficial. Because mm. to have a sugar daddy and he not know that he's your sugar daddy is one thing. But right. if we go into we this with an agreement, right. what is that? That sounds like an agreement. Mm. Sound two, I don't know. Sound two or three gathered. Yeah, it sounds like agreement. But, agreement. but agreeing over what? Because, you know, you can agree. I feel a word coming in my mm-hmm. spirit. Come on, come on you can, you yeah. can agree with things that aren't right. Yes, we can. And okay. That's why we need the and word. You check yourself. Right. So what does the word say about sugar daddies? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me see. I believe the word says that we should avoid the very appearance of evil. What? Where? Can you just? I'm asking for a friend. (laughs) What would be evil about having a sugar (laughs) daddy? Well, I think what gets some people riled up is it seems to be maybe not prostitution, but somewhere in the front yard. What about dinner? It's in the yard of prostitution. I feel like it's not in the house, but mm-hmm. maybe in the neighborhood, the street, out front. right? Because your attention should not there. Okay, you know I see. Mean? You shouldn't be able to buy my attention. Right. That's right. right. Okay. Right. I would, for a minute, I I was unsure because the mutually beneficial had me stumbled up. Well, I'm not saying they don't necessarily experience it that way. I'm just saying it's like I said, it's not prostitution, but it seems like you might be pulled up in front of the house at the at the curb because mm-hmm. it, are these gentlemen. Um, seeking such an arrangement with a woman who they don't also find sexually attractive. Right. Because if so, then that starts to bring in the idea of mm-hmm. sex in some way. Makia says, uh, what is the site, sis? I think Makia <laughs> is trying to do some investigative do reporting. We, we, we're not going to support I'm not going to be able it. to tell you what the site is. And folks are Googling all over, the, all over the world right now. Letitia says, I used to be a sugar baby. Load up the jet. That baby needs a good talking to. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, Letitia, Letitia, with your testimony. Okay, mm. so we need, to be, we need to rescue the sugar mm. babies because we need the sugar babies to know um, we need the sugar babies to know that their attention, mm-hmm. there's no price on their attention. It Can you help me be. preach? I, should, I mean, the, the, they are priceless. They, you are priceless. You are priceless. Uh-huh. And the price is being put on your time, your attention. Exactly. That you're and priceless. then you're pro- and you could probably put a price on anything from there. Uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. And, and they did say in the article that some women have gone on to develop sexual relationships with these men, although mm-hmm. they say that it was over long term. Exactly. But, again, I think just the prospect of, of the sexual relationship has to be a part of it for him. Mm-hmm. And so I would worry about a woman putting herself in that position. And, you know. You know, um, uh, <laughs> yay mom wants to know, was Boaz a sugar daddy? Oh, Lord, Jesus. N- no, not at no. All. not at all. <laughs> not, at all. No. not at all. I want you to read Colliding with Destiny. Uh, it's a devotional yes, about please. Ruth, and it breaks down all of the things, and that is not one mm. of the things. Uh, Tarini says, nope, no rescue. The rest of us got to work. You do, too. What? Amen. My girl down here, Delisha said, what you have to give in return ain't nothing free but the gospel. Come on, what? somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, LaRonda says, I'll be the sugar baby that don't give sugar. Can you be a sugar-free baby? I I'm a di- <laughs> <laughs> Can you be a diabetic baby? I do, yeah, I don't sugar-free know. Sugar-free. I, I, I don't to know if be you a, can be sugar-free. I'm a di- somebody wants to be a diabetic right. baby in this season. Because the money is the sugar for her, but what's the sugar for him? And I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Mm-hmm. Janaya, I'm not giving out the website. Please stop at the delegation needs to know that I won't be it's giving out happen. the website. I'm not gonna do it. Amanda McIntyre says sugar ain't security now. Sugar cause sugar could just leave. Well, that's it true. It does. But I guess since there's a site, sugar can be renewed elsewhere. Yeah. And you know, I hear I hear our sister here saying she's trying to pay these student loans. It's hard out here. <laughs> you know, and then that's part of the challenge. When we're in a certain amount of pain, whatever that pain is caused from, mm-hmm. um, our 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 plans and ideals. I will say this can be lowered. Having waitress at a strip club, mm-hmm. it is a little bit gross to just like it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I can't speak on anyone else's mm-hmm. behalf. But in order to make tips, you do have to kind of like give attention to yeah. guys that you would never otherwise right. look at. And so, you a part of you does have to like lower, yeah, who you are inside in order to make it happen. Yeah. You and know? Did, it, did you have nights when you felt like I don't know if this is worth it? How did you? How did you? Well, Doctor Nita, I it? was not Sarah J. Roberts <laughs> at that time, <laughs> so it literally, generally came down to I'm about to get this money I'm when I leave here. Money. But when I look back on it in mm-hmm. hindsight, I do think it was very dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think God protected me mm-hmm. because some people could be very aggressive, sure. and when you say no, they don't believe you or they're right. drunk, and right. it becomes like a thing. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's a dangerous situation to mm. put yourself in. Do you, you feel like there's assumptions that were made about you? Because I feel sure. like in this situation too with the sugar daddies, there may be some assumptions exactly. that are made by the man coming into this. So I think all in all, we're going to rescue them. Absolutely. What do you say, delegation? Do um, Comey says, yeah, it's a no for me, but yeah, rescue. Yeah, because sometimes life be out here it and does. it be, it just have you, life is out here and you be out here and yeah. life and you be out here and things just. Options looking slim. They do. Options looking slim. Demonica says, rescue the women, let the website drown. Agreed. There it is. Agreed. We're going to let the website Agreed. drown. You weren't, see, you weren't with me last week when we were talking about Six Flags paying people $600. I was not with you in present in body, but the, I was there yes. listening and yeah. We just need more. Options. We need some more we options. We need some more we options. And, and, and that's really the argument about prostitution, even in places where it's legal, is that it's not truly voluntary when financial need is mm. so stressful for someone. It actually takes away agency. Yeah. Because people are, are in a position where they are desperate. They wouldn't do some, the same thing that's if they had true, the money. That's true, because like if you had the money, would you still right. want to Right. So poverty be... is coercive. Mm. You mm-hmm. know, and anything close to the experience of that's poverty very becomes true. coercive. So. That's very true. Alright, so we're going to rescue the sugar babies. Yes, Shan- we are. Shanita's with me. She says rescue. Janae says rescue. Karen says floaties. I'll Right, floaties are something. <laughs> floaties are something. Imani Wilson says, "I say rescue. You live and you learn. Very true." Mm. Pauline says, "Rescue with rehab. What we need rehab for? For mm. the sugar? I guess for for the for baby. Some, for the ba- for the baby. For the sugar baby. Why the baby need rehab? Well, I mean, it's about maybe growing and and oh, and so like emotional wellness. Yeah, sure. I think we need to rescue her and give her a better job. I think we could okay. start there. I'm down. But and then rehab yeah, will be a part of the, the insurance. Yeah, hallelujah. I'm with you. Kia says rehab and use them skills to invest in her business. Rehab, come on with okay. this rehab. Are y'all doing this because Doctor Anita's here? Because most of the time, plan. all right, y'all getting re- rehab plan. Drown like people it. most of the time. Carrie Ann says rescue. Raquel says rescue. All right, sugar babies are rescued. Rescued. I want to know if you guys are going to rescue the children. First of all, I believe it was Whitney Houston who said, I believe the children Mm -hmm. are the future. 
teach them well. So we have an obligation to rescue all children, regardless of what they do. So when mm. I say the name Amari Allen, she's a 12-year-old black mm. girl from Virginia who has recanted an accusation that her white sixth-grade classmates pinned her down and cut off mm. her dreadlocks. Her family said in a statement Monday, Stephen Danish, the head of Emmanuel Christian School, also confirmed the allegations were false. Following an investigation by the Fairfax County Police Department, Danish said Amari Allen, the student who accused three of her classmates of assault, acknowledged the accusations were not true. Um, so if you guys haven't heard this story, Amari Allen, like it says, uh, said that she was held down and her dreadlocks were cut off by three of her white classmates. Mm-hmm. And um, we were all, a lot of us were in an uproar about this. Except, Dr. Anita, were you in an uproar? Um I was, of course, disturbed to read the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I was disturbed to read the story. Some people have suggested that Jesse Smollett uh, mm-hmm. is... Influencing the culture. Yes, because for some reason, um, this turns mm-hmm. out to not be true. And I don't know. We want to rescue her because we want to rescue all of the children. We're going to rescue a a 12-year-old no matter what. We're going to rescue the 12-year-old who lied about this. But let me tell you how kids will have you out here. Hmm. Um, My son told me one time that he was on the bus and somebody... threw something at him mm-hmm. and it made his nose start bleeding mm-hmm. and I called the school living. Mm-hmm. I said absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Not my child. Mm-hmm. Not today. Not ever. Uh-oh. I said you better get the student because it's going down. We were living in Virginia at the time as a matter of fact and mm-hmm. I just had no space in it and uh, so when I got finished putting on my good black mama AT&T voice <laughs> I, <laughs> um, the principal called me back and said well Ma'am, we actually have cameras in the bus, and it turns out that the story that your son said was not exactly true. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, and so here I am out here getting my black mama on with my— Oh, lighting them all the way up because, you know, we waiting on an opportunity anyway. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't true. Yeah, are we— I. Uh, I've definitely have waited on. Yeah, I have I waited on an no, opportunity. I have waited because I have gone into some environments where I said this seemed like y'all would have an opportunity yep. for me, oh, so I'm gonna wait for most it. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know. What do you think about this story? Well, I guess, like you said, we're always gonna rescue a child. The question would be, why did she do it? Why did she lie? Yes. Did she cut her hair and she wasn't supposed to? She was afraid of getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Why did she lie? So that's always an important question when it comes to a child. You know, Doctor Nita, uh, discipline. Hmm. What are your viewpoints on discipline? <laughs> Just pulling me on out. So, what do you, what do you, what do you, you know? I feel it's twelve years old, too old for a little pop pop. Um, I do believe that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that we should reserve physical punishment Amen. for younger children mm-hmm. who. Um, the explanation and the critical thinking is not available to them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 12 is definitely on the borderline. Mm-hmm. Not saying I wouldn't <laughs> want to do it in this situation because you got me out here in front of all you these know everybody. What? And that's probably why because she, Ooh. we would want, and this is how you know you probably shouldn't whoop her. Right, because you're embarrassed. Because you're it's embarrassed. You. And yes. that's the key always with the physical discipline or any kind of discipline. Is this about me or is this about what's going to grow my child? Right. And if it's about me getting ready to, you going to pay me for what you just did to me? Yeah. Yeah. Not in the right space. So, so, and this is such an elaborate story that we do need to understand. Like, what were you thinking? What were you thinking, and why? Well, what what happened with your son? 
Um, oh, he did something he wasn't supposed to do, and he thought I think because his nose was bleeding, uh-huh. and I'm like, he, my kids have really bad nosebleeds. Okay, that he knew that mm. I wasn't going to be happy that he was like roughhousing, uh, so he tried to make it seem like somebody. Yeah, yeah. And so I wondered the same thing with this kid. Did she do something, and then she wanted to make up? She was afraid to get in trouble for it. Yeah. And I mean, that's something that children do. Mm-hmm. That's not something that grown men should do right <laughs> but that's something that children do unfortunately we have to be careful to be jumping out letting our kids in front of the media i mm-hmm. think that's that worries me like i would have wanted to have kept that private and not have my child on the front exactly yeah exactly but when yeah. you think it's like going to be another big news story right. that's going to shake up the nation yeah i would want to protect my child from from that so jasmine says rescue the baby let's go to let's get to the root mm-hmm. of why she lied mm-hmm. uh, Rhonda bolden says i'm so glad that i was able to make a live hey girl hey. raven says jesse had an influence on the baby rescue i hope her parents get her together about lying now mm-hmm. i tell you what though we are going to have a conversation about you embarrassing me much later yeah, when i feel <laughs> much later <laughs> When oh, I feel, con- this is going to be about right me at some point. Oh, yeah. When we get I, finished figuring out what's wrong with you, we're yeah. going to d- talk about how you drag me into this. I'm allowed to be angry. Yes. Just not. So yes. you're going to see the anger. <laughs> you're going to feel some of the heat. I can't beat you to death. Right, but right. I, I'm allowed to express. Now you got me out yeah. here looking stupid. Yeah, okay. we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But keep your babies off the news, though. We want to Keep your babies off the news. private because you never know what your kid is doing. Yeah, Sharon says the news needed a story and this shouldn't have been on the news rescue her mm. Pauline says stop running to the media Zachy says rescue her just because of the child Sydney yeah. Brooks says could it be for attention she may feel like she's not getting you know that this whole for attention thing what does that like what is that what is that? Well, I, I mean, love asking Dr. Anita all kinds of different spaces. Because I haven't found my therapist yet. I like to just ask her questions about you. stuff like, okay, yeah. go ahead. I mean, all all humans need attention. Mm-hmm. Um, children need attention that is healthy for them to grow, but they will respond to whatever kind of attention they get the most. Mm-hmm. So if they get, when they do something negative, everybody responds, then that teaches them that this is how I get attention. Mm. And so it's possible that when a child's not getting the healthy, positive attention they need, that they will respond in a way that gets negative attention That's because it. it's better than no attention at all. Everybody needs attention. Everybody, all human beings need attention. I totally agree with that. We a lot of people do. would say do. that like I don't need, I'm good, we I don't need do. anybody. Everybody needs some We level. might need different levels of attention, right. different levels of relationship, but we all need some human attention. Do you think it's attention or acknowledgement? Acknowledgement is probably a better way to say it, some mm. a more nuanced way to say it because attention has negative vibes attached mm-hmm. to it. But either way, I need you to acknowledge that acknowledge. I'm here. I need to be seen. Yeah. I need to feel wanted, appreciated. Um I need to feel like people will go out of their way for me. Mm. They love me in that way. Um, you know, it's that whole call me first, ask me first. You people mm-hmm. want to feel like they're worth pursued. I think yeah. everybody wants that. But with our kids, and this is why we do have to be careful with discipline. When we're constantly all we ever say to our kids is no, mm-hmm. stop sit down we're regulating them all the time they're not getting the positive attention that they need Mm. and so then if they only get it when they're doing something wrong they're going to keep doing something wrong yeah but see and we talk a lot about just black parenting and Mm -hmm. being raised in black households where all you hear is oh all you hear is no yeah and all of those things right (laughs) exactly that's why we always want to jack up other people's kids when we see them in the store like just tell this child no sit down yeah we can learn a little from others others can learn a little from us and there's a happy medium somewhere <laughs> yeah, here. Definitely. Maya says, I appreciate the difference between attention and acknowledgement. Uh, yeah, that was well Thank said. you. Uh, 
Tyranny says, that's all Sis Aisha Curry was trying to say. I don't remember that. Y'all had to remind me what Sis um, Aisha Curry. I think that's when she was talking about noticing that she wasn't getting the same attention from men that she did before she had her baby. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some differences in that, which is a different topic. Yeah, that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That will take mm-hmm. us down a, a whole road. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Letitia says, I need a concert with Dr. Nita, Sarah Jakes, and Beyonce. Uh-huh. Imagine okay. the girl power. We have to see if our schedule is open. I'm mm-hmm. sure Beyonce is waiting you for know, the opportunity to work I, with I'll us. I'll have my people call her people. Okay. How about that? Okay. Maya says, on a side note, can we give a Hail Mary to Dr. Nita's earrings? Oh, okay. Come on now with the fashion. Come on. My husband brought me these from Kenya. Yes. I okay. think he brought them to my daughter, actually, but, you know. That's fine. It's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Amari Allen, our next story. Mm. A vegan activist, a fed-up patron at a British pizza joint, punched a vegan activist in the face after animal rights demonstrators stormed into the eatery mm. with the whole debacle caught on video. Footage of the Sunday night confrontation at Pizza Express in Brighton shows more than a half dozen activists marching in single file, holding signs and shouting slogans as they block the counter. Mm. The unidentified attacker confronts the group angrily, telling them to leave and pointing to the door, according to the video. When they don't comply, he clocks one woman in the face. He then glares at the Mm. camera as employees attempt to call him down. First of all, violence is never the answer. Never the answer. You can't punch people in the face nor can you stand in the way of their food right now you blocking my i mean now because like you got all right come on all right pizza? come on, on dude pizza? now first of all i was minding my business yeah, in this pizza I just came shop here to get a slice that's I all i, I came here to do i'm good on it and now yeah. you're in here with your little agenda yeah. and i'm hungry first of all when you're hungry you cannot trust yourself yeah, decision making i think that there's wrong yeah. on both sides i would agree. um i would agree but um we are we going to rescue the vegan activists? I don't know. Dr. Nita. I'm sorry. Do you want to take some time to think well, about are it? Are we rescuing the activists or the the, the pizza owner? I'm, I would rescue. clocked the activists. I would rescue the man who cold clocked her um, only because I've been hungry before and I've been not in the mood before. Yeah. Um, but I think that <laughs> I think rescuing him is easy. Or for yeah. me, or I'm petty. I don't know. Maybe something wrong with me. No. Do I mean, you, can I, we rescue the vegan activists? Is my question. Mm, animals want to live. Animals feel pain, and it's not food; it's violence. This is what they were saying. Yeah, animals want to live. Animals feel pain, and it's not food. Delegation. It's, I'm gonna need a little. I'm gonna need a little feedback. Erica says we are not this. saving him. Demonica says nope. Antoinette says nope. Karen says he was big mad. Y'all not about to mess up his pepperoni flex. <laughs> no, no rescue. Girl, hangry is not good. No, nope. and he punched a woman, and we shouldn't. Do, no, you know you can't punch. No, no, I punched a man. This is the question. Yeah, but we're on the activists. We're on the right. Activists. Um. Frazier says no to the vegan activist because why are you at the pizza place? Let me alone. Latoya says not. I've been hungry before. I've been hungry. I've had seasons. Um, Sherelle says, can we help him out with an Amtrak ticket? Okay. Carrie Ann Flower says, can't uh, we can't force people to not eat meat. And that is the thing sometimes. Yeah. Can I talk to y'all vegans as the vegan members of the Please delegation? Please talk about it. I love that y'all vegan. Love it. We it do. Inspi- I do love it. I'm inspired it. by the discipline. I am. I the think it's amazing. It takes, some of amazing. the 
some it. of the food is really delicious. Do it. And I think it's awesome. But when y'all become vegan, and not everybody, I don't want to make this about everybody, but sometimes y'all become vegan and then y'all like become really judgmental. Yeah. And extreme is never a good place to go. I don't know if it's in the beans. I don't and know, I don't know if it's in the on. black beans. I don't know if it's in the tofu. But mm-hmm. something happens where y'all become really judgmental. Mm-hmm. And I don't go in the vegan shops trying to make y'all eat and chicken. And start throwing steaks at you the wall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't do that. How about I come in the vegan shop and I'm just that. slinging steak at the so wall? Like, I wouldn't do that. No, I That's wouldn't because I respect. Of the space. Yes. yes. Where's the respect? So, like, Where's don't come into the pizza shop. Where our main thing here is putting cheese yeah. on things. That's Thank you. It's not even like you can't eat there at all. But I just, I don't know. I don't it's disrespectful. Know. And I, I feel like this method wasn't necessary. If they want to educate people, they want to stand out front, pass out flyers and copies of the, what's that meat movie that everybody was upset about with the, what was the name of that movie? Y'all? I don't that, watch that. Everybody that watched and then it made them become me. vegan after that. Oh, oh, what was that movie? That, that I remember what you're talking about, but yeah. people wasn't vegan long I, enough I after refuse, that. It I was about to I, me too, because whatever, need, whatever. But we're gonna need to educate, but not attack. So. Deidre Johnson says, "Nope, don't mess with my food." Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kalita says, "We are not condoning violence." Nope. Right. We know absolutely not. Right. Erica says, "We're gonna keep moving like we don't see him. God knows our heart." Amen. Mm-hmm. Celeste says, "I don't know if it's in, <laughs> if it's in the beans." Oh, she wasn't minding her business. I think I saw somebody oh, point out that the activist was not minding her yes, business. Yes, and how important is that? Mm. Kiana says he cannot be rescued at all. No floaties, no helicopter, nothing. Okay. So no rescue for the customer. No, but are we rescuing are we the rescuing vegan the activists? activists? Wanda White says, yes, if my sister tell me anything else about me eating, my eating of meat. Yes, they become vegan. Let me tell you something. Then you know all the hormones and the chemicals. Like, girl, you was raised to eat all of this food. And look at you. It made you vegan. Maybe because it takes so much work to be vegan. They're just kind of stressed out all the time. And it makes them really judgmental. Yeah, because they're just... It takes a lot of work, and they're and we're they're projecting a little bit. Of the that name of the movie was "What the Hell." What the hell? Yes. Yeah, Mm-mm. I'm never gonna see that. Raven Brooks says, "I'm trying because I believe in the right to protest, but I would punch someone trying to block me from eating too." I'm sorry, I'm working towards nonviolence. <laughs> I'm working. We're all inching in that direction. The only thing is, like, you've come into my safe space of food, yeah. and like, and you're yeah. standing in front of the line. Like, I don't. You can violence is not the answer. No, but a nudge. Doesn't have to be violent. I'm just, I, I'm struggling to rescue the protester. I really am. I am. Okay. I am because of the level. And it's just like, there's so many issues going on, things that are happening to human beings. Okay. I, I'm not so, helping human beings yet. Doesn't feel, um, Karen says, nah, the vegan's strong. They can rescue each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we're not going to be able to do that. Daniel says they're stressed out and hungry. That's the problem. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. We're not going to be able to rescue the vegan activists. And, you know, we tried a little bit. Violence is not the answer, but don't stand in front of folks' food. Don't do it. I think another reason why I'm not ready to be vegan is just because, like, honestly, truly, as long as when I put on my Fabletics workout gear and I still look snatched. That's all that comes. That's all that matters. Now, when I'm no longer snatched, I will be open to more possibilities. We're open to right. (laughs) For a few months. Okay. But up until, for only for a few months. Because the moment I go back to being snatched, I'm going to go back to being where I was before it all happened. Indeed. If you're not familiar with Fab Legs, I want to let you know that they are running a special for us here at the Womney Bob delegation. Mm-hmm. 
Fabletics is a fashion-focused activewear brand with a mission to empower women by making a healthy, active lifestyle accessible to everyone because of its exceptional price point. So I'm not sure about y'all, but when I slip into my comfy yoga pants and a tank that actually fits my curves and looks flat, and first of all, because Fabletics basically has built-in Spanx. Okay. Okay, so that's our starting point. Absolutely. Even if you're not there, the illusion of being there, and sometimes you need the illusion to smooth it out, Jesus. Fabletics knows the Lord is what Mm -hmm. I'm saying, okay? (laughs) It looks flattering and doesn't break the bank. It makes me want to hit the gym 10 times more. Fabletics is your one-stop shop for affordable gym wear, and Mm. all of their designs are created in-house. Trust me, you seriously can't find these pieces anywhere. Mm. So before I forget, you guys write this down. Fabletics is offering my listeners an incredible deal you don't want to miss. Get two leggings for only $24. Two leggings for $24, all right? That's a $99 value when you sign up for a VIP membership. Just go to fabletics.com slash evolve to take advantage of this deal now. That's fabletics.com slash evolve to get two leggings for only $24. Also, free shipping on orders over $49. International shipping is available, and there is absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. So fabletics.com slash evolve. That's a deal. Okay, And in the voice of DJ Khaled, another one. Let me tell you (laughs) about the delegation and me and these advertisements. They never know when they're coming. I slide them right on in. And did did you You, see? I'm getting okay. This episode four before it's Mm -hmm. all said and done. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just have them all together. Okay, you got it. it. All right, listen. So it's time for Hail Mary. All right, Hail Mary. We like this is when we take a moment and celebrate people who are doing incredible things okay lanisha hammond just heard our fabletics as she says you got me ready to order up everything i literally and kelly Rowland also has um a line with fabletics and it's for real cute so how about that all right so hail mary francis wang I don't know if you guys saw this story, but if you haven't, I want you to go to her Instagram. It is Francis Wang TV. That is Francis, F-R-A-N-C-E-S Wang TV. After months of covering up her painful skin rash, one Miami news anchor is opening up and revealing her makeup-free face. Frances Wang decided to share her experience in her bare face as a PSA to help others. Frances has been dealing with what multiple dermatologists says is perioral dermatitis. Mm. The red bumpy rash started after Frances used topical steroids for another skin condition, eczema. The reporter shared side-by-side photos to show how her skin transformed over the last few months and that's why I want you guys to go to our Instagram and check out the pictures because skin is such a, a big deal. It is. It really, really, it really is. is. From from adolescence on up. It is. And mm-hmm. her skin really did go through a drastic change. I'm gonna try and show it to you, Dr. Nita. I don't know if you saw this. I didn't. Um it went through a drastic change, and I just thought it was commendable. She's on television. She could have covered it up. She'd been trying to hide it, but someone helped her to see, like, this is a medical condition. This is not a reflection of, like, your okay. worth or value. Sure. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, her skin has really undergone a serious transition, and she posted it, and she's a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that it was really transparent. I've been self-conscious about my skin before just because, like, acne is real. Hyperpigmentation is real. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And I don't know. I just think it's always cool when someone who doesn't have like this picture perfect glowing skin is willing to say like this is who I am and I'm learning to embrace it. Mm -hmm. I always think that's dope. I do too. So let's see what the delegation says. Um, Diane says, Hail Mary to Pastor Michael Taub in Transformation Church. I don't know what they did today. I had to look that up. Oh, God bless them. So, uh, yeah, Tanya says, Hail Mary. Talina says, for real, talking about that skin care. And Tanisha says, that's my, oh, someone else is responding to that. All right. Praise the Lord. All right. So we're going to Hail Mary to Francis Wang. There's another, uh, what we call it, Hail Joseph. It's a bus driver. Mm, I love this one. Yes, I love this story. So when a Texas school bus driver noticed that his elementary elementary school passengers were standing in waist-high grass and weeds at their bus stop in front of a vacant house, he took it upon himself to rectify the situation. Jerry Martin Jr., who has been driving a school bus for Copperas Cove Independent School District for 18 years, finished his route on Wednesday, drove home, and loaded up his lawnmower in his truck. I've done it several times, Martin told KWTX, but this time someone just took a picture. Mm-hmm. So the district recently applauded uh, Martin's dedication to his students on their Facebook page. If you guys haven't seen that story, it's really dope. Yeah. I just think it's always cool to see people like going the extra mile, going above and beyond and showing care to their position, no matter like what role you're in. Mm-hmm. To make sure that you're doing everything that you can to make things great for the people affected by your Yeah. It's such a great lesson for the kids, too, mm-hmm. when people in the community do something out of care. Mm-hmm. That you can expect people in the world to care for you. Yes. And not just your family or just your friends. And so it's a beautiful lesson for, for those kids as well. That's, you're so deep. That's beautiful. So deep. Expecting other people in the world to care for yeah, you. Because I think good. our expectations are low sometimes. Our right? expectations are low. We be thinking nobody, nobody owes you anything. Nobody is going to do anything for you. Kaya King says, he's a real one. Jaquita Pickens says, so sweet. Rhonda says, go, Jerry. Come through for the babies. And Karen says, hell, Joseph. That's awesome. I love it. Okay, so that's our bus driver. Let me see. Oh, the father-to-be. I love this. (laughs) I'm going to skip the other one because it's kind of like long and nuanced. You guys will be fine. You'll be fine. I ate an onion pickle for you. An onion pickle. Okay, how about that? Okay, so this father-to-be posed for his wife in a maternity shoot. (laughs) When one mom-to-be couldn't make it to her maternity photo shoot, her husband secretly stepped up to take her place. After being put out on bed rest recently, Kelsey Brewer was bummed that she wouldn't be able to take pictures to capture this special time in her life. So on Wednesday, Kelsey's husband, Jared, decided to surprise her by posing for the shoot himself. How did he do this, one would ask. He literally, like, poked his belly out and was like rubbing his belly and staring off and had wind blowing. Oh, that is great. It is so hilarious. Uh, Big ups to just like husbands who do things because they know what's important to you, even if they don't necessarily care about it. Yeah. That's what, I mean, there she is on bed rest, you know, yes. and, and needing that laugh. So that's a wonderful thing. I was trying to see. And then her sister was actually in on the pictures, too. So it's really cool. Oh, that is hilarious. He's like sitting in the water, cradling his stomach and looking (laughs) off into the distance. It is really something. It's a baseball cap on. Really something special. Oh, that's great. It's hilarious. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Husbands, good men, man, they're out here doing their thing. They sure are. This is so special. 
Has your husband ever done something like to- Well, he went and got that pickled onion he for us. He brought that pickled onion for us and the chicken box, though. And she the, chicken the chicken box, box too. Yes. So, yeah, my husband will do anything to see me smile. I'm oh, very blessed. you better. I am very blessed. My husband's like that, too. That's why we're on a bus for the yeah. tour. <laughs> Together. Yes. Amen. Bree Thompson says, I seen that photo shoot. It was hilarious. And the thought behind it was super cute. Definitely. Lashana says, hilarious. Bruh had no pride about it. Smart guy. Brittany says, wow, that's a ride or die hubby for real. Deidre says, that's really sweet. So wonderful website, please. Yes, I need to post it. I'm going to post the link on here so you guys. Yeah, they definitely need to see that. Yeah, if you're listening, whether it's now or later, come back over to our Facebook live page so I can show you guys these pictures. It is delicious. Oh, delicious. Sorry. Rhonda, (laughs) I was reading a comment at the same time that I was reading the story. Rhonda says, I came in late. Pickled onions, girl, you missed it. Onion pickle, Rhonda. Onion Onion pickle. pickle. I keep calling it the wrong thing and I'm going to get kicked out of Baltimore. But the thing is this, we ate an onion pickle. It was a thing. I don't know what to say beyond that. It's going to happen again. Dr. Anita loved it. I actually liked it more than I thought I would. Yes. And you've been, you've waited all of this time. I know, 20 something years up in here and and you never know, but it's always good to taste new things. It is indeed. I want this husband though, next time he feels inspired, you know, the maternity shoot is one thing that's amazing. Another thing he could do is just make a nice dinner. I think that would be wonderful for a pregnant woman to have yes. her husband make a nice meal. A nice, sometimes I, that's hard for some Your men. husband cooks cooks. My husband is a phenomenal cook. I, I don't cook anymore because he cooks so much. I've never seen my husband cook anything besides some egg whites. Oh, yeah, no, I'm hooked up. He makes grilled anything you can think of grilled he makes sweet potatoes macaroni and cheese anything you can think of let me he tell makes you it for me you guys need to try hello fresh i was telling them on the podcast mm-hmm. last week or the week before last hello fresh is delicious yeah i heard you say that it, hello fresh it exceeded is, your expectations it really exceeded my expectations okay. i'm always a little bit leery mm-hmm. when people are telling me about like food yeah because you're I'm, a cook I like to really do my thing in the kitchen. She's a cook cook. She's cooking, cooking. I really like to think that I handle things in the kitchen. And so when people tell me that food is good, I don't believe it. I was like pleasant. I signed up for a subscription for HelloFresh. And you guys should do the same. So I've got to give it to that dad. It was funny and kind, but I think that he should do a HelloFresh subscription. Thanks to HelloFresh, he can do that with no problem. I Mm -hmm. signed up for HelloFresh a couple of weeks ago. And I have been so impressed by the recipes we aren't talking like flavorless bland options but delicious food that break your same old same old dinner routine hello fresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen hello fresh is flexible and fits your lifestyle you can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough so you can say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and take out food hello fresh has you covered for $80 off your first month of hello Fresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Evolve80 and enter Evolve80. I use this code when I place my order and it was super easy. Get $80 off your first month of HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash Evolve80. All right. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try and reach out to this little pregnant couple and tell my dude, like, listen, here, I got an option for there you, you next time. Love okay. Alana says, yes, I love HelloFresh. Okay. HelloFresh is amazing. Tanya says, yes, HelloFresh was good. So... 
She says, but make sure you make sure it is not the hard one first. Yeah, so they have levels, like, okay. depending on I your cooking. The, yeah, okay. yeah, so okay. you can, like, do it based off of where you are. HelloFresh will meet you right where you are. No, not, meet me okay, right just like the Lord. Tiffany Lincoln says, Dr. Anita, okay, it's tickle me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so we have advice questions. All right. Okay. Let's see what, let's see um, what they're asking today. We have three of them. Okay. If we're going to see if we can get to all of them. If not, we'll have to save one for next week. So our first advice question says, I have a question for the podcast slash Facebook Live. My son is finishing up his senior year in college. He traveled abroad while in school and came home not believing. He went to church faithfully with us when he was home from school. Mm-hmm. However, when he came home from abroad, he didn't have any interest in going to church with us. I feel like he is experimenting with his sexuality and may be gay. I think this may play into why he has lost interest in having a relationship with God or his church family. I try to make sure to keep the lines of communication open with him and try to have blunt and open conversations with him. He just gives one word answers basically to end the conversation. He has not come out to me or my husband yet. Should I just keep praying that God changes his heart, embrace who he is and just show love or just feeling I'm just feeling a little discouraged that we did not guide him in the right way or did we? And this is just what makes him happy. Thanks for letting me vent. Well, hey, girl, listen, I'm glad that you feel safe enough to and share this with us because it can be really hard raising children. We've got every range in our house from 23 to three. Mm. So I can understand a lot of different levels of parenting. And, um, you know, I can just say for me, one of the things that I always admired about my parents when I was going through like my transition from being um, in their care to understanding who I am and my own identity that I feel the best thing they did for me was to just love me mm-hmm. exactly where I was. Yeah. Because because they loved me exactly where I was, I felt like I had freedom to figure out who I was on my own. Mm-hmm. And so I know you have some questions and maybe even some guesses about what's going on, but you said he's like a senior in college, which mm-hmm. means that he is, you know, he's finishing up his senior year in college. He is an adult mm-hmm. and he has to know who God is for himself. He has to know what his relationship with church and, and Christianity looks like for mm-hmm. himself. And I think that he does have to have a certain level of freedom to be able to do that so that he knows that it's his own. So I was raised in church too, Mm -hmm. but my relationship with God always felt like an extension of my parents' relationship with God as I got older and I needed God because of the situations I found myself in. That's when I actually had a relationship that was something that was a part of who I was Mm -hmm. organically. So I think the same thing can be said here. I think you should love him where he is and to not see this as like a reflection of your parenting. Did I steer him in the wrong direction? so hard but it's important that we that we don't define whether our parenting was good or bad by what our children are doing Mm. I mean of course sometimes it is evidence but we have to be careful to recognize they have to find their own path yeah because at the end of the day like whether you had whether you were a great parent or a terrible parent there comes a point in all of our lives where we can no longer allow what we came from to determine what we will head towards right and I think that we've all got to be willing to at some point you know say God they're in your hands now I did everything I could do Mm -hmm. And if I didn't do it, God, show me how I can do better with what I have left. But Mm -hmm. at this point, God, it's in your hands. Definitely. And I think um, I don't want to skip over the very sensitive issue that she also brought up about Mm -hmm. whether or not she thinks her son may be gay. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and if I'm reading this correctly, it sounds like she may come from a religious tradition that doesn't embrace that in, yeah. in the way that some other traditions do. Um, it's okay to bring it up with your son. I think um, she's kind of trying to stay open, but just ask him directly. Like, yeah. is something going on in this area of your life? I want you to feel like you can talk to me about it mm-hmm. so that he doesn't feel like it has to put space between them. Right. Because you want to do everything you can to take care of the relationship connection. Yeah. Um, and tiptoeing around it doesn't necessarily help the relationship connection. So yeah. I would encourage her to just ask. Yeah. And be ready to hear. But do you think if answer. if she's not ready, should she not No, she should not she should not ask until she's ready, but I would encourage her to think through, okay, imagine myself sitting down, I'm asking my son this question. Um, do I hear myself? Do I hear my tone of voice? Am I right. asking in a way that conveys love? Um, have I already prepared myself that if he answers and says, you know, yes, I am gay, and she's coming from a perspective that would struggle with that, um, has she already imagined herself um, putting her arms around him in that moment, embracing him as her son no matter what in that moment? Because it really is a powerful, powerful opportunity to protect his mental health, to protect mm. the relationship by showing God's love and that there isn't anything that you could say, do, or be that changes how I feel about you. Yeah. And um, she should prepare herself, but I think she has the opportunity to present God's love in, in, in human form in a very powerful way. That's exactly. In my book, Lost and Found, I talk about how I became so curious mm-hmm. about how my parents could continue to love me in spite of everything mm-hmm. that I went through that I was like, I'm curious about their God. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's an incredible opportunity to show him what those years of church did inside of you Come by on. loving him. Yeah. So Vanilla said, "Oh, she says one. Let's scroll down and see." Noku says, "If you push him in and telling you something, he'll he'll push him. You'll push him away. Yeah, that's why you got to be yeah, mm-hmm. got to be ready." Kia says, "Doctor Anita, that's good." Or Kaya, Kaya says, "Doctor Anita, that's good." Zachy says, um, "I think at some point we need to give the lead to God. It's no longer up mm-hmm. to us. Give them love and be there for my child. Pray about it in tongues and wow. live it and leave it to Jesus." And a lot of people are logging in. Let's say Rhonda says, yes, indeed. Dr. Nita is preaching right now. I need your cash app name oh, for this donation. Okay. okay. Let me hook <laughs> it up. Okay. So yeah, it seems like the delegation is saying all of the same thing. Shani says, love covers a multitude. Kia says, uh, I'm curious about your God. Love it for sure. Mm. And Shaylin says you're right. It's all about love. It's all about showing love. So mm. yeah, show love regardless. This is not a reflection of your parenting Mm -hmm. and before you have a conversation make sure you play it out in your head so that you can trust who you're going to be in that moment yeah all right this next question hi sarah i love the podcast i have a question for this week and hopefully you can answer it i was married for five years and together for a total of 10 years with my now ex-husband Due to infidelity within my marriage, I decided to leave the marriage. I am now newly divorced. I am 29 and I have a 21-month son. I feel that I lost a little bit of myself in that relationship. And although I am not looking to date anyone anytime soon, I am struggling to feel confident in my looks and who I am in this season. Do you have any recommendations that may help me? 
So I think one of the things that helped me when I went through a divorce for a similar reason is understanding that I did lose a little bit of myself in that marriage Mm. and going back to figure out what it is that I lost. And when I took time to really dissect what I lost, I became confident in not losing it again. I think Mm. until you can really assess how you ended up in certain situations that you do feel stagnant because you don't understand how with the best of intentions I ended up in a really bad situation. Mm -hmm. And sometimes life just happens, you know, but there are other moments where our insecurities, our fears, our lowering of our standards play an active role in how we ended up in those circumstances. And so Mm -hmm. I think to go back, when I went back, I realized that it was like a 13-year-old insecure pregnant girl Mm -hmm. who just wanted to be loved and seen, who found herself in that marriage. Then I had to ask myself, but is that who you want to continue to become? So what are some mindsets that were shaped when you were 13 years old that show up and how you are in relationship with other people. I know, obviously, Dr. Nita is probably going to suggest some therapy may help you, and I would have to co-sign on that as well. Mm -hmm. But I do think taking a a minute to assess the damage is going to be helpful and you feeling confident. Because for me, confidence comes from knowing that I earn wisdom from a situation Mm. and feeling weak is when I feel like I didn't earn anything or I lost something in the process. But when you realize that there is wisdom in every wound and I just Mm. have to dig and find it. I think it makes you more confident to show up in life. What do you think? Um, I love what you said. I mean, I I agree with every single thing you said. Um, We do often take advice from the wounded child inside of us. Mm. And sometimes I encourage women, take out a picture of yourself at the age that you got broken, Mm. seven years old, 14 years old, 16 years old. Would you take advice from someone that age right now? If someone that age walked up and was like, let me tell you what you need to do, would you be like, okay, sure, 14-year-old, I'll take your advice. You wouldn't. First of all, we need a minute to breathe after you just said, wow. We wouldn't. wouldn't. Go to an eighth grade classroom and ask them, hey, what should I do about my marriage? You would never do that. But that age child inside of you is still telling you what to do. You're taking advice from a child. And so we do need to work on growing that child up, healing that child, not banishing them, but embracing them and growing them up and letting them feel protected. And therapy is a great place to do that. Um, where, o- where, are the, where are the therapists that are out here helping you grow up on the inside? Grow up on the inside, <laughs> I need a therapist. That's when, next time you interview for your therapist, like, are you going to help me grow up on, on the, the inside? She, she should say yes. He or she should say yes if they don't keep moving. Yeah. The other thing she said that stands out to me is about not feeling attractive. And I'm wondering if that's a, because her husband was unfaithful. Does for she sure. feel like she doesn't look good enough for him. And people misunderstand infidelity. It really usually has very little to do with the relationship. People who are unfaithful bring certain kind of brokenness into the marriage Mm -hmm. um, that makes infidelity one of their top escape routes. Mm -hmm. Um, But it doesn't really have a lot to do with the person they're in the relationship with. It's just how they run under pressure. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with how she looks or what she said. And women can take that so personally. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't. Yeah. Don't. It was his broken parts, not yours. That's I was I'm grateful. That was one thing that I did know and by the time I got ready to file for divorce because mm-hmm. I always tell people when they're going back and forth, like you should stay until when you leave, you're actually gonna be gone. Yeah. Because one thing I knew for sure is that like this mm-hmm. isn't even about me anymore. You know, like this there's some things happening here that no matter if I was skinnier or if I were prettier right. or whatever, right. like we would still end up in this situation. Right. 
Right. I think that's so good. So let's see. Robin says helping you grow up is basically making you realize that you need help in that area. Celeste says grow up on the inside. Yes, that was a major word. Rhonda Bolden says yes, because vulnerability starts with the little girl and little boy in each of us. In our relationships, we nurture the little people in each other for sure. Maya Francis says, would you say the process of growing up is directly correlated with your relationship with God? Hmm. I would say Yes, in a way it is, because our emotional space can't really be separated from our spiritual space. And mm-hmm. so it doesn't have anything to do with how saved you are. I mean, we're saved, we're saved. Um, but as we mature emotionally, I think it does affect the shape of our relationship with God, because our emotions and our spirituality are connected. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that's not, not saying that in a, in a way to for you to self-deprecate, like, oh, because my emotions, God doesn't love me. It's just about how you function in your relationship with him will grow with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Nancy says, wow, yes, taking advice from our wounded selves would be a mess. De'Ara Hambrick says, so like Dr. Anita, you taking new clients? (laughs) I'm trying to get Dr. Anita to start a podcast for the Mm. delegation so that we can just send her questions all of the time. We can say asking for a friend. We can say asking for ourselves. It would just be so awesome if she would do this. I'd love that. Monique Martin says, please keep me in prayer. 81 days clean of mess. All right, Yes. Congratulations. Definitely in prayer. You got this. You've already done it. You You just got to continue doing what you're doing. Paris says, there are wisdom in your wounds, so much power in being able to confront your issues. So good. Mm. Okay, one more question. Hey, Pastor Sarah, I'm in need of some advice. I'm going to try to make it brief. I've been married to my amazing husband for a little over a year, but I don't know how to handle my in-laws. Anytime they visit, I always end up locking myself in my bedroom. My mother-in-law in particular is very outspoken and high strung. I'm a quiet, meek person. I've been told by several people that I need to speak up for myself, but I don't want to cause conflict. The last time I actually spoke up for myself was with my mother-in-law. She was very offensive and I got defensive because of it. Then she got defensive as well because I was defensive. (laughs) It put a weird tension in my house and like... I don't know. I don't. She there's a typo here. Mm-hmm. It put a weird tension in my house, and I don't want to put my husband in a weird place to have his wife and his mom on opposite ends of the street. I don't know how to express myself without offending anyone. I've never had an example to follow when it came to things like this. Help. You you want to take the lead? Go. I will. Okay. So this is something I tell engaged couples all the time. The only person that can protect your marriage from your family is you. Mm. It's her husband's responsibility mm-hmm. to step into this space. Yeah. Um, she, you're only going to be able to do so much if your husband isn't willing to protect your marriage from your family. And she's responsible for protecting her marriage from her family. So I don't think she should take on protecting her husband in this case. Mm. It's time for her husband to protect her oh my. in this instance because oh. she doesn't want him to have to choose. But should he need to choose, he should choose his wife. Dr. Anita, those are some big draws you just asked him to put on. <laughs> like Those are husband draws. What if we what if they don't have no husband draws to put on? Yep, then then she is left having to decide on the space that's healthy for her. She spoke up to her for herself. Um, even if her mother in law gets defensive, she needs to do what's good for her and her mental health. So if that means that we do Christmas at their house and I don't bring that into my home, then my home is my safe space. And if people can't If people disrupt my safety in my home, they don't need to come to my home. Hallelujah. (laughs) I mean, 
I'm a little tight on that kind of stuff. I yeah. see. I'm here. I mean, I'm here for it. My husband has been very instrumental in making sure that our family had harmony. My from, husband too. Yeah, mm-hmm. from um, my mother-in-law mm-hmm. to my, I call her my ex-wife, but mm-hmm. his ex-wife. <laughs> like we, he has been the one person who was like, mm-hmm. he created the atmosphere. He created yeah. the environment. There wasn't any mess. There wasn't any drama. There was no confusion. So when I came into it, we could yeah. continue down that road. Yeah. And if there was ever any kind of misunderstanding or we felt like someone overstepped or maybe we overstepped like he was responsible for that reconciliation Mm -hmm. while I built a relationship with everyone like on his side of the family and um, so I'm in total agreement with you I just feel like a lot of women are going to be like oh my husband would never and he just wants to stay out of it yeah well maybe and you know I talk a lot about needs Mm -hmm. maybe sometimes it's important for a woman to express to her husband what she needs Mm -hmm. I need I need you to protect me in these interactions with your mom. Ooh, that sounds And better. that's very different than saying, get your mama. <laughs> you know what I same mean? Same <laughs> thing. It's, it's the same thing, but yeah. it's very different. Yeah, let your husband know what you need. And if he explicitly says, I will not meet your need, mm-hmm. um, or do I need some marriage counseling so that we can get some help on how I can meet your need? Um, and if not, then you then you are in a position to take care of um, your own needs to the best um, of your ability. Well, well. Celeste is going through similar. He is the responsible one. He already chose his side when he said his vows to you. Yeah. Trakiva says that is so good. Rhonda says come through pulling no shorts in the game. I love it. No room for misconceptions. Tiberius says she still need to use her voice if he doesn't take off the pull-ups and put on Ooh. the big man undies. That's rough. Girl, I don't <laughs> we all not. come from different kinds of families, and some families are so enmeshed mm-hmm. that it's like to say something against the mom is, you know, unheard of. And he might come from a family like that. But again, if she expresses need, mm-hmm. maybe they can go to counseling and work together on how he can express his yeah, need. Yeah, I like the way you said the, cleave. The, the need thing. That was really good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, that was much better than the advice that I was going to give. So I might as well. <laughs> you get not- good advice. You said your husband handled it. Yeah, and- no. But my advice was going to be for her to like turn on an audio book about messy in-laws mm-hmm. every time the mom came into the house so that she could oh, just be like... <laughs> Just like, wow, look at this book about people minding their business. If you're not ready to go Dr. Anita's route, I want to suggest turning (laughs) on an audio book whenever she comes into the house about messy in-laws and just letting it play. Just let this podcast play. Just be like, oh my gosh, who would ever? And then just see what the Lord drops in her spirit. Well, Father, If you decide to take my advice, I want to suggest that you use Audible because Audible is out here changing lives. I didn't even hear that coming. Did you see? Okay, listen. Uh, did you see that? Audible originals <laughs> are stories created exclusively for audio, including documentaries, exclusive audio books, and scripted shows that you can't hear anywhere else. Audible has the world's largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment, including Audible Originals. Mm. So start listening with a 30-day Audible trial. Choose one audiobook about messy in-laws, if that's your testimony. I'm sure there's one out there. Okay. Or two. Or three. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash evolve or text evolve to 500-500. I actually love listening to audiobooks when I'm in the car or cleaning up around the house. It's like having just something on mm-hmm. that's like feeding me. Sometimes I don't want to listen to music. So I've downloaded Educated by Tara Westover and Becoming by Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. So if you love podcasts, which you do because you're listening to us, I know you'll love audiobooks. So don't delay another day. Start listening with your 30-day Audible trial. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash evolve or text evolve to 500-500. Okay? How about that? How about it? How about it? How about it? Okay. So, Dr. Nita... The the delegation is laughing because I did slide another yes. one in here on y'all. <laughs> Listen, okay, I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna let you do the snack. Okay. So when I first got this opportunity to do the sponsorship thing, mm-hmm. like I had to do them in a way that was organic for mm-hmm. me, you mm-hmm. know? And mm-hmm. so I couldn't just be like, let's take a minute and hear from our sponsors and read the little script they gave me. I wanted to all flow with our um, show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, well, a lot of people are sending me messages about these segues and how epic they are, they are and epic. how they never they see them epic. coming. Yes. Somebody DM me and they was like, you know what? I'm just not feeling them. And you know what? You're going to be okay because I'm going to continue to yeah. do these ads They'll and you're going to live there you're going to be fine get sis. On board. listen mm-hmm. honey and when my children are in college <laughs> and i'm able to pay the bills just remember that you were your patience with me hey, was a part of that you did it without being a sugar baby i did oh did you hear <laughs> did you hear what yeah, my friend we, said this is the right kind of sponsor okay listen yeah. um <laughs> But it was such a message to me about how change occurs Mm -hmm. and how if you need everyone to approve of the change. Like, I think you have to do change in a way that you can make it comfortable for you and in a way that allows you to still be authentic to who you are, Mm -hmm. but to also not need everyone to like it. And so I told the girls last week when I started the tour, I'm like, listen, I'm going to be on tour. Mm -hmm. I'm coming out of my comfort zone. Everyone knows I love being at home and that I like to just live my a little introverted life and so I have to like become someone to be away from home for mm-hmm. as long as we're going to be gone but I'm doing it in a way that's comfortable for me so like Dr. Nita let me have a bunch of stuff delivered to her house I'm not resisting the change I'm just making the change something that mm-hmm. I can digest yeah. and sometimes when we have big changes we have to say okay I can't avoid the change so how can I make it more digestible so that I can grow and I'm growing with the podcast I'm growing with the tour mm-hmm. so that's my little two piece my little two piece chicken box go. Baltimore style for y'all. I like it. What's your snack for us? You know, since you're talking about change, I think one of the ways that we struggle with change is we try to change everything all at once. Mm. But change happens in three possible ways. Sometimes we change often. Sometimes we change a lot. Or sometimes we might change for a long time. Mm. And ultimately, we want to be able to do all of those things. But you might change something small every now and then, and that's a change. Mm. Or you might make one big change and that's a change. Or you might hold on to that change for a long time. So there's there's the length of the change, there's the frequency of the change, and there's the magnitude of the change. Don't talk down to yourself because your change was small. 
Oh, wow. A small change is still a change. Yeah. If you have that small change and it endures for a long time, you succeeded. Yeah. You know, or you might make this one big change and that's wonderful and that's all you did all year. Yeah. But it was one thing that was big. So I, I want people to not be so hard on themselves when it comes to change because we feel like, okay, I, I got to change this and we want to change every single aspect of the problem at once. And it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Be patient with yourself. God is not rushing you. He's going to get you where you need to be at the time you need to be there in the shape that you need to be. And I feel like we take so much on ourselves at once in a way that actually causes us to fail to change because we're trying to do too much. Yeah. And so small changes are still changes. That's a great word. And so, yeah, I like what you said about change. Let's see. And Zachy says a small change is still a change. Yeah. Tabir says, I love how you did that sponsor ad, child. You helping someone else. <laughs> someone else is me. Janae says a small change is still a change. Rhonda says, yes, the little wins. The Karen, little wins. Karen says, teach us, Dr. Anita. Love it. Maisha says, that's a word. A lot of small change turns into big change. Andrea says, that's good stuff. Well, listen, this is delegation approved. This snack has been delegation approved. No, we had an onion pickle. We had we had a chicken box, we had a crab cake, cake. and we Mm -hmm. had a word about change. Come on. I don't think there's much we can add to this podcast. They're going to eat good on that for a while. All right. So listen, Baltimore, Columbus, Tulsa, Kansas City, Nashville, I am headed your way. The Night in the Wild Tour is on the road. It's on. We hit the bus tonight and we will be city to city. So we hope to see you guys in those cities. If you're there, come check us out. We want to kick it with you. Yeah, I wish I could get to. I might have to run away from home and, and Yes. And travel behind the buses like a group. <laughs> Just go to every city because I know should, it's going to be awesome. I think every city is going to be so it unique is. and amazing. And we're taking all visitors. So all please right. come. Right. I might pop up. You got to pray us out. Pray for us. Father, thank you. Thank you for the changes that you have ordained for all of us, mm. Father. Help us to fall into your arms and let you guide us and change, Father God, on our small things, big things, long-lasting things. Everything that you have for us that requires change, we just submit that to you today. And I'm going to have the delegation agree with me in a special prayer for Sarah today, God, as she embarks on the Night in the Wild tour. Lord, blow her mind, exceed mm-hmm. her expectations in the lives that you touch and change, because that's what it's all about. God, I thank you that women are gathering with expectation Hallelujah. and the power of God is being unleashed in every single locale. I thank you, Father God, that what she prepares is precise for the people who will be in the room. I thank you for a prophetic anointing on her. I thank you for the power, Father God, that you've placed inside her, exploding in the place, in the mighty name of Jesus, that lives will be changed Hallelujah. in ways that will never be reversed as a result of this work and we thank you for that in Jesus name in Jesus Amen. name Amen. Amen Amen thank you friend yes ma'am we love y'all delegation love y'all. see you soon Bye.